This podcast is to discuss meaningful topics and issues from the lens of two Khmer King sisters and other diverse community leaders. Today's topics include self-love, compassion, and healing with Soup Pa, Thai Khmer American singer, host, and actor. Welcome back to the two Khmerican sisters. We are Melissa and Jasmine. Knyom chmuh Melissa, haik paon knyom chmuh Jasmine. And without further ado, we're going to go ahead and introduce our special guest star today. <laughs> Soup Pa is a second generation Khmer Thai American artist in his mid-30s and is a singer, host, and actor. He's working on his debut Khmer album and started singing at the age of 5 and acting at the age of 14. <laughs> Soup currently hosts a show at Khmer TV called In the Loop with Jan Laurie and Soup. He debuted his first original Khmer single in 2018, and his professional work includes being an educator for the special needs population. Soup also works with his team at the Bermuda Triangle Entertainment. We will refer to him as Wong before his first name, which is a general etiquette of Khmer culture to address a peer who is older than you. Welcome, Bong Soup. Thank you so much, you guys. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. And I think it's so special to be surrounded by love and passion and two passionate people like yourselves that is really stepping up and really getting the community outside and inside involved in your podcast. So thank you so much. Okay, so Bong Soup has a special request today for us to practice our Khmer. Yes. Um, we rarely speak Khmer, so we know that we won't be good at this, but we will attempt to. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll attempt to ask some of the questions in Khmer. Let's do it. Okay. Um, and please correct us if we say something wrong. Okay, Bong Soup says, Hey everyone! And he asks, How are you all doing today? And do you speak some Khmer? We answered that we speak a little bit. Bong Soup asks, How old are you guys? Melissa is 32, I am 25, and Bong Soup is 34 years old. <laughs> you look fine. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so Wang Soup mentions how old he, he's getting and about wrinkles and we laugh about it. And he introduces himself, says he'll talk a mix of Khmer and English today and thanks everyone for tuning in. 
Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you guys, and I am so happy to be speaking with you today on this podcast because I'm so excited to really discuss everything Khmer. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, We're so excited to have you, Wong Soo. How are you doing today? And what's your backstory? Turn it from being a dumb pup. Jam ma pi um kiam kon Khmer dai kan no sa hat amarek no pi Khmer an so cha ye Khmer la op and uh thom lang to rien ye pa sa Khmer we we no ba ba dai. ยัยขมายอาจจะบ้าหรออ๋อก็บางท่านน้องน้องบางเจชุนเจขมายการโนสหัตอเมริกาคัมเรียนขมายเป็นซูพาวอาจจะบ้าหรออ๋อก็บาง
that I'll get to talk about today. You know, I'll get to talk about the journey and, and, you know, who, how I became this singer today. (laughs) Okay. Welcome, Bong Soup. Akun for being interested in being on our podcast show. All right, Bong Soup, I'm going to ask the questions in Khmer and then Jasmine's going to translate to English. Can you tell us more about who you are? Where are you currently located and what's your story? So right now, I, I, did, I was born and raised in uh, Long Beach, California, which is the biggest, uh, one of the biggest Cambodian communities here in the United States. Um, I grew up learning Thai and Khmer, and, you know, these languages are very dear to me. And I feel like growing up, it was so important to learn the languages of your culture, to really hold on to who you are, because when you are an American, you take on, it's such a beautiful thing to learn about every other culture. And, but I feel like also you don't want to lose your identity. And growing up, I always felt with my peers that they were losing their identity. Mm-hmm. And I think later on in life, I felt it was important for me to really reconnect with who I was and to really um, try to understand why we are feeling disconnected and what is the reason, you know? And so, you know, first of all, I started singing and performing when I was five. I guess I sang like a Whitney Houston song as a kid. Ooh. and. I was like, that's a hard song to sing. And she was like, oh, you have a voice. I'm like, thank you, mom. So she put me in in choir. And, you know, I have a choir too. Yeah, see? So maybe you get to sing with me today. You guys should sing. Sing, (laughs) I make my song stuff. Sing the Whitney Houston song. Yeah, we're going to do a Whitney Houston song today. Me and you. Oh, I didn't drink some water. (laughs) It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, I do have a twin brother. I have to say, he cannot sing. But he does love to do martial arts, so we're completely opposite. I'm more of the artistic person, and he's more of the... He's like the athletic you know? guy. Yeah. <laughs> Creative and athletic. It's funny, because one time he was um, kicking a banana tree, right? <laughs> and he goes, come over here, let me kick you like a banana. I said, that is not very nice. You need to be a nice person, you know? <laughs> I'm more of the peace on earth kind of guy, you know? What's your brother's name? His name is Sopani. Oh, Sopani. Yeah, okay. a beautiful, beautiful name, and um, he likes to call himself Pungi. That's one of his nicknames. Like a sponge. Yeah, that's kind of weird, I know, right? <laughs> and is your mom Thai or Khmer? So my mom is Khun Thai, Khun Khmer, meaning she's Thai Khmer, so she can speak both languages. And then nice. my father can speak Khmer and English. So growing up, I was always taught to learn the languages. And I have six siblings in my family. Wow, so big family. I feel like a few of us was able to learn it, but I was more, I was one of the few that was really, really interested in it. Like I really was like learning how to dance and at a, such a young age, you know, when you watch karaoke. Karaoke, yes. Karaoke in front of the living room. And, and for all your listeners who don't know Khmer, karaoke actually is just karaoke. We just say it in a unique way. You know, I feel like it was such a journey for me to... I felt connected, you know, I felt really connected and I felt really inspired by the tones and the different sounds. And when I went to college, I was able to present the culture and really show the world who, what we're made of, you know, we do great. We come from a place of war, you know, we come from a place of tragedy, but before the tragedy, we were Asia's golden, the golden uh, city, Mm -hmm, right? Right. Yeah. We, we were huge. I mean, everything was amazing before the war. So how can we go back before the war and really collect mm-hmm. on who we were before the war started, right? Because I feel like we became identified for the genocide, you know? Yeah. And yeah. 
why, how about before the genocide? And I really commend a lot of artists now who is reminding us who we were before that. Mm-hmm. You know, the golden age. And the golden age was amazing. There was so much beauty and culture and music and the influences of like different countries in our country, like French, you know, which is why recently I sang a song in French because I really wanted to, um, you know, connect with my grandmother. She was a French teacher in Cambodia. So I was like, this is kind of my tribute to her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like if you have the talent and you care about the people, you should do something with it, right? Of course. And that's why I was like, you know, I mean, there's so so much story to tell you guys. I don't know where to start. I mean, (laughs) the journey itself is so enlightening for me. Yeah. Talking with you guys right now, I mean, I am nervous. You're what? Don't be nervous. It's funny because I've been we doing were this. nervous. I'm nervous. Like, I've, been, I've been doing this for so long that like I still get nervous. It's not uh. been easy for me because I'm shy. <laughs> well, we couldn't even. We're have... here for you. So thank you so much for being here for you guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna yeah. ask the next question in Khmer. Okay, please. so okay. patience, please. <laughs> <laughs> What has your career path been like? Has your family always been supportive of what you love to do? Yeah, so I was fortunate enough to have young parents. Um, my parent is 56. So they went to college here and, you know, it's funny because they met in a car accident, but they have a very open mind. I've been singing, I was, I was a little boy. When Soup was five years old, that was when he discovered his love for singing, and he would sing every day. He said his parents are supportive of him choosing to be a singer, but they wanted him to choose one discipline instead of wanting to pursue different interests. He also is aware that many other parents may not have the same perspective and would often tell their kids not to pursue a singing or acting career because it isn't very stable. He believes that we can be anything we want to be. We can take on more than one interest if we'd like. He wanted to be a teacher so that he can help kids and do good in this world. But he also knew that he wanted to be a singer and tried his best to juggle all the things that he wants to do in life. And if in your mind you think that you can't do it, you probably won't be able to. It all goes back to what you tell yourself what you can or cannot do. It's really cute. Bong Soup ultimately says to follow your heart, just do what you want to do. 
And I said, very good in Khmer, which is is funny because that's what we hear older folks say to us. All right, next set of questions. Bangsu, who is your idol and and who inspires you? My idol. I, I really grew up listening to Whitney Houston a lot. I love big, powerful ballads, and I love like Brian McKnight. I love um, Celine Dion. I love Josh Groban. Like the really big voices, I really love. I, I'm a, I'm more of a Broadway singer growing up, but um, I love singing with emotion. So a lot of my records that I've been dropping has been very emotional records. Uh, they've not been like super happy yet, but maybe next year I'll work on something a little bit more exciting. But my inspiration are those American people, and my uh, my client inspiration is Mong Jae Chan. He's an amazing um, Cambodian American artist himself. He released he he recorded an album back in 2011, 2010, and I really follow in his footsteps because he's been a really great role model for me, and he's been a really great mentor for me, and I feel very blessed to meet him, and um, you know he's really guided me in the right direction, and he's unconditional love you know and i yeah, feel like that's great but unconditional love for one another we can help each other grow to become the best versions of ourselves. and i am the person i am today because of his guidance and you know another special person is my producer and artist his name is boti pen and another artist named sonia they've been really there for me this whole time and really supported me even when i told myself i couldn't do it you know i was like i suck I was like, I'm horrible. And they're like, no, you can do it. You can, they're like, you can do this. You have passion for it. Why would you let, why would you let negativity get in the way of your, your ability to perform, right? Yeah. I mean, we all go through up and downs and we all have moments where it's really dark sometimes in certain places in our lives. But um, I feel like with the right support system, we can uplift each and every one of us to be the best version of ourselves. You know? Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, really inspired. Yourself. I know. I, yeah, just surround yourself with people who inspire you. And I've learned in our industry that we're not always going to run into good people. Mm -hmm. I'm very gullible, so I would think everyone is super nice, and I would always respect mm -hmm. everyone. But the more I got into the industry, the more I saw there was a dark side to it. So I always, the one biggest thing I would tell upcoming artists is to be very mm -hmm. careful with who you work with, and to really look at your contract really closely to make sure it's okay. And I have a really close brother of mine. He's more of a, a really best friend. His name is Usa Kun. He's with Bermuda Triangle Entertainment and Samadhi Kun. I've been working with him really closely and I wanted to announce a special news for you guys. <laughs> so I signed to their management called A Collective and there will be my new home for my next record label. My wow, record. congratulations. I know. I'm so super exciting. Excited. Super, super excited. And I feel so blessed to be able to work with them because they're really big. They're really big in the the world of acting. Okay. They direct many big films in Hollywood and they're both wow. Khmer and they love our Khmer people. And they're always there to uplift us, you know? And I was really blessed to meet them and get to spend time with them. I get really emotional because I, they've been really, really um, good for me, you know? And really uplifting, just like Bong Jae Chan. And I get emotional because I, I've never felt that kind of love, you know? And it's just really nice to feel the support of your own people mm. to uplift That's you. And I, I feel, yeah, it's so, it's such a refreshing moment for me to get to meet these amazing people who believe in you, who told you you can do it, you know, because all my life I've been told, like, I suck, you know, or, mm. you know, I'm too fat or I'm not good looking enough or there's so many different things people would say to try to pull you down. When you have people who really care about you and really want to be there for you and have you in their best interest, 
you can only grow to be the best version of yourself. I mean, I'm not perfect, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I can't tell myself I'm a perfect person. I'm always growing. Like the key is to keep learning. You can never stop learning. So if someone mm -hmm. tells me that I've learned that, I don't need to know it. That's not true because mm -hmm. you're gonna keep learning because right. everyone has a different life story. Yeah. And right. I always take time to try to listen to each person's story and where they came from and who they are. And it really makes me more uh, excited to see more and more Khmer Americans come up to the platform and really show the world who we really are. Oh, we're so, so proud of you. We're so proud of you. I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm such an emotional person. I cry all the time. I'm so uh, sorry. Me though. too. Like, let me wipe my tears real quick. Oh my god. Oh, you are right now. I cry all the time. Oh. But that's oh, why I'm such a, that's so exciting. I'm a ballad singer. You know, I sing ballads all the time. You know? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm really blessed to to have them. And you know, I want to say like Mong Tim Peck. He's an Australian director, producer. He's really, really, really supporting me right now. So blessed. Like I would have never imagined in my life to be working with such amazing people and to even get to be in the podcast with you guys and oh i know it's it's, it's weird it's um everything you know, happens I, for a reason you know reason. things are yeah. lining up for you and you deserve it no i mean it's when you're when you've been bullied as a kid and been told that mm -hmm. you can't do something it kind of sticks to you you know right yeah i had a rough year this year because mm -hmm. during quarantine i really had to battle some demons that came up because I have so much time. You know, I was always the kind of person that kept moving. I'm able to share the story now because I, because I've been through therapy and I've seen my psychologist and I felt like it, it is important for me to share the story. Sure. So a memory of mine came back up because when I was five years old, I was molested by uh, uh, an official at school. It became a very demonic part of my life because I felt like someone took something away from me. Mm -hmm. And, um, it took a long time for me to understand, like, why was I feeling this way? Why was I feeling unworthy? Why did someone take uh, innocence away from me? You know, mm -hmm, I'm supposed right. to not have to worry about that kind of stuff. Right. You know what I mean? I think that helped build my character and it helped me help protect others in certain ways. Talking about it is weird because I would have never spoke about this and I, mm -hmm. no one knew any of this until mm -hmm. recently. So, um, well, thank you for being yeah. vulnerable and yeah. sharing no, your I really, story. I really feel like it is important and I have, I have no regrets about sharing this stuff and I have no, nothing holding me back because I feel like it can help people. You know, with those heavy emotion came some thoughts of suicide. Oh, no. I, I was going to take my life a couple months ago because mm. I couldn't handle the pressure of that situation and then being a, being a performer for the first time and having to face the negative part of it mm -hmm. because I wasn't used to getting so much criticism or negative feedback and but I've learned I've learned to overcome it during those dark moments I felt like whoa like I was really gonna do it you know I was like mm -hmm. I just felt unworthy I was like maybe I'm not meant to do this kind of stuff there was this thought in my head that came up with like you have a platform mm -hmm. so why don't you use it to help people become better people right like right. For me, it wasn't about like being famous or being a star. That wasn't why I was doing what I was doing. Because I've always sung all my life. It was never something I didn't know. It was always something that I was born to do, you know? Right. But I wanted to become a singer and an entertainer because I can take the platform and really bring awareness to things that people would never see, you know? And mm -hmm. I remember when I first went to Cambodia for the first time in 2018, I 
I went there to perform in concert, whatnot. But I also went to visit a couple schools over there because autism is not very known over there. They don't know what autism is. You know, mm-hmm. right? Oh. So the superstition of, and that's why the kids oh, over there okay. are not getting the the right Help that they treatment. Need. Exactly. So I went there to really observe, you know, and they kept kids in one room that had autism that were on the spectrum and they, mm-hmm. were hand, they were just left alone because they didn't know how to deal with them, you know? But if you give enough compassion to those kids, right. each kid can change and become a better person and they can learn. Yeah. Because I've taken my knowledge in working with that population to really emphasize like, what kind of plan can I implement, you know? And that's one of my biggest things I want to do for my country is to build a school that will tailor to those special needs, right? Right. And right now, there's, there, there is upcoming organizations, but because I've been doing it for so long, I feel like I can give something back where it will be emphasized in terms of the diagnosis, you know? And that's one of my biggest passion is to help people. And I feel like that's why to be an entertainer is how are you going to use your platform to help people? Are you just going to put out records and sing all the time, you know? Or can you do something? Because people will hear the message, you know? Mm-hmm. People will hear your story and they're going to hear who you are. And I choose to make music that is part of my life story. So people can understand, oh, he's been through this. Maybe I can overcome it too, you know? Situations like bullying, um, grandparents who went through the genocide, parents who went through a genocide and a lot of my music was controversial because it talked about the genocide you know mm-hmm. that's why some record labels in Cambodia they were like I'm not going to release that song oh, because okay. it's really controversial I'm like but that's what I want to sing about mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. sing I want to sing what's from here right. you know mm-hmm. and if it takes me being independent to sing that kind of music then I'll have to go independent you know yeah. I wasn't about selling the the biggest records or selling oh my god i'm gonna sell copies or whatnot right but for i have a different journey with my music and it's a journey of empowerment and the power to help others heal because we hold it inside you know yeah everything we feel we hold it here and i think it's okay it's okay to talk about it in a safe environment and that's what i want to create for my special need school where parents can talk about how they feel you know yeah. and get therapy because a lot of the time we're lacking resources over there mm. and that's why i continue to do this i mean it's exhausting to being to be a singer you know you have to continuously work um but i knew at the end of the light there were great possibilities to do amazing things you know for people and also you get to do what you love but you also get to expand your knowledge and you get to help the world become a better place. You know? Whoa, that was an emotional conversation. Oh my wasn't goodness. It? Oh that my was. Well, yeah. I just want to say I am so glad you're here with us and yeah. that yeah. we crossed paths because I feel like everything happens for a reason. We were meant to be in each other's lives. Everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. know, I am really proud of you guys because I know. It's funny because I'm a host for my TV, so it's in my nature to interview people. <laughs> so that's what I feel like. It's funny, but I'm gonna definitely have you guys on my show. Oh, yeah, we'd oh, love to. Be an uh, honor. I would bring you 
guys on my network and do an interview you guys so we don't have to know anything right now but you're gonna wait till i invite you guys on my platform but you know speaking of speaking of client tv um it was a blessing too because i was offered to be a host for their channel the only network in next to voa in united states you know and my co-host chamori i have to give a shout out to her because she's Mm -hmm. really supported me way early on i never sang in kamai before until 2018 oh so i never sang yeah i never knew how to sing in kamai you know nice job i mean i started learning it (laughs) i don't know if i'm a pro yet it sounded uh, like it Yeah, she she really pushed me and she pushed and pushed. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not perfect. So I have moments where like I have breakdowns. I have mental breakdowns and I'm like, oh my God, the pressure of the industry, the pressure of looking the best, the pressure of being skinny and being a certain Mm -hmm. image, you know, Mm -hmm. but I want people to know that it's okay to be comfortable in your skin. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay to feel not okay. Right. Right. I have to quote that from my friend Alex. He's, you know. I <laughs> well, him. I love that you bring up these challenges and struggles because we want everyone to know that it's okay to feel those things. It's okay, it's yeah, okay to yeah. feel those pressures. Yeah. The that we need to focus hard. on our mental yeah. health. Yeah. I mean, I've had people yeah. tell me like, "Oh, you have your skin is really bad." I'm like, "Oh my god." And I've had people tell me, "Oh my god, you're 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 fat." Like, okay. They're always gonna pick on something. Yeah, and it's like no matter I'm, what I'm you okay do. with that. Like I, I'm okay with the what people giving their opinions but yeah. it has to come from a good place right yeah not just attacking yeah, yeah. so for me like mm-hmm. i've done reverse psychology where i'm like you know i'm gonna say something nice to you kill them with kindness kill them. yeah it's weird oh my god it's so weird oh god oh my god okay well, hold on no so i i met this person um so i met this person and she was really down on her luck you know she came to me she's like i'm fat i'm ugly I don't want to be here no more. And she was having suicidal mm. thoughts. And she's Kamai, you know. And she came in and I go, you know what? You're beautiful. And she looked at me for the first time like, wow, no one's ever said that to me before. Wow. Wow. I'm, I am crying so much today. Yes. Oh, yeah, I've been. You're going to make us cry yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, I've been through quite a bit. I know, I know, I know. Hearing you talk about working with kids is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their students who are on the spectrum, they are so brilliant. Right, right. That's so brilliant. I mean, we don't know real quick. Okay, we have some water. I know. I mean, this is the most emotional oh, interview no, I've fine. done in a while. Like so, um, yeah, yeah, I, I love that you're being authentic. Yeah, me too. No, I, I feel like authenticity is the key, you know, yeah. into, into helping others, you know. But like you said, people on the spectrum, kids on the spectrum, they're very smart. And yeah, they always have yeah. many skills. There are a lot of skills. People need to understand them, you know. Cause they, they're actually so amazing. There's to know that people look down on them or just, mm-hmm. you just have to understand them on a personal level. The, the, the whole judgment part, right? People read you by a book. People read mm-hmm. you and try to mm-hmm. tell you who you are. Yeah. People come from all walks of life. I mean, the one biggest criticism I got growing up was, um, oh, are you gay or are you this or are you that? I'm not gay, but maybe I have some femininity part to me, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with that because it's part of yeah. who I am, you know. And but I want I want to teach people to not read someone from the outside. Mm-hmm. Get get to know the person first. Right? You have to get to know the person. You can't just look at someone and go, "Oh, this person is this or this person is that" because they look that way. Oh my God, yeah. that person is not smart because they don't look smart. Mm-hmm. Is that valid? 
Absolutely not. No. That's not valid. So when people walk into my life, I don't judge one bit. I love them for whoever they are. It's amazing. If you learn to love unconditionally, it's amazing what you will see in your point of view. You change. You become a better person, right. you know? And, you know, being in our culture, sometimes we forget to see the bigger right. picture, right? But when I started traveling more, when I started really reaching out to other communities and really sitting down and talking to people, it's, it's amazing the kind of stories they come to you with. You know, the LBGTQ community, amazing. You know, I have to give a shout out to my friend, DJ Honey. She's created such an amazing organization and she is such a heartfelt, loving, unconditional, supportive. You don't find that very often, mm -hmm. you know? And that's why when you have individuals like her who go out there to help bring change and to bring an open mind, imagine those who are, you know, mm -hmm. wanting to come out, right? Mm -hmm. They don't know how to, and she's doing that. She's helping them feel comfortable. She's sharing stories. Like for me, my story being molested, mm -hmm. you know, I felt like I want to talk about this because maybe someone else is going through the same thing where they're hiding it inside. I'm so sorry that happened to you. It pains me to hear about it. It, it was hard, you know? Yeah, but I feel like maybe it was meant to happen because I was mm -hmm. meant to share, you know, because and help others heal and help others heal and mm -hmm. a lot of people i feel like a lot of people hide because they don't want to be judged or they might feel like they did something wrong they just like it was wrong. their fault mm -hmm. yeah. and i think it's just nice to right. really listen to people mm -hmm. really really pay attention because in my life being 34 i've seen so many things come and go like i've had friends who i thought were so happy in their life they mm -hmm. had everything but they, they took their own no. life and I had no clue. You know, I had no idea that they were going to want to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. That's why I've learned to be compassionate. You know, mm -hmm. if people learn to be compassionate, they will bring the change of positivity. Me coming into our client community for the first time as an outsider, there's a lot of tension and I'm okay to talk about that because that's what I see. Right. It's the mentality of, I need to be better than you, or I need to be better than you. Right but you can all function together as a whole, yeah. right? Lift each other up. Yeah, lift each other up. Because if you really think about it, we are still a very small minority here in the United States. Yeah. Am yeah. I right? So if we don't help each other, who's going to help us? Mm -hmm. Who's going to help hold on to the culture, you know? And that's why we're here as second generation. We need to continue doing what, we're, what you guys are doing, what I'm doing, because we're going to keep it going, right? Yeah. And I love your backgrounds in Croat, like you're representing. <laughs> I love our culture. Our culture is amazing. We have the best. We have amazing food. The best. Right? <laughs> amazing colors in our clothing. Like, I love wearing my clothes. I mean, people That's are like, beautiful. oh my God, you're, you're like so cool. No, I'm like, I yes, I am. <laughs> you gotta show your pride. <laughs> What's the problem? You represent? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna wear this everywhere. You know, I was like, you know, growing up, you think it was weird because you're like, yeah. no one's doing this or why is my name different from others but i've learned a lot being 34 when you've seen so much in your life you change you become you become enlightened right you become more in tune with your spiritual side this is sage, sage? i light it up and i always oh. like sage around oh. clear out the spirits and clear out the energy and keep yeah. it positive yeah you know that's great because 
you if you're intuitive, you can walk into a room and you can feel mm-hmm. people's feelings. Mm-hmm. You can feel vibes, right? I'm pretty sure you guys feel it. When you walk in someone's oh, in a yeah. bad mood, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I hope they're doing okay, right? <laughs> but if you stick to being positive, which I'm learning how to do more, because um, that's being, good. Being in the, yes, the music industry is great and fun, but there is a dark side to it. It can mm-hmm. really consume you. Mm-hmm. It can consume you so much that you lose who you are. I was losing myself. I was losing soup. I was like, who am I becoming? Right? Mm-hmm. I got even maybe at a point I even got bigger headed where I was like, oh my God, I'm so cool. And then I would get small headed because I would get all these negative critiques coming in, right? Like a backwards. Yeah, it was so back and forth and such an emo- mm-hmm. emotional roller coaster for me. Yeah. And I, I went through a mental breakdown. I cannot, I'm not, I'm not gonna hide it. I really broke down and I told people I, I didn't want to do my TV no more. I didn't want to sing mm-hmm. anymore. I didn't want to act anymore, you know? But that's why Usa, you know, he, my director friend, he invited me up to go spend some time up there and really be surrounded by nature because I went through something really, really bad. Mm-hmm. These suicide thoughts are not easy. They're not, they're, they're complicated. Yeah. So I always advise everyone out there who is going through something like this, please yeah. seek help. Please do. Seek the love of your family members. Seek the love of your friends. You don't have to sit there mm-hmm. and battle with it alone, mm-hmm. right? So I went up there, spent some time with him, saw my psychologist. I've been able to share this story with my friends and my families and I feel like I've been yeah. free, you know. I feel like my mind is changing. I feel like I can really move on from what I've been through, you know. I'm glad you feel liberated now. Liberated and I feel I think I'm happiest now than I've ever been. I feel like this little dove just blew this little wing just spread it open <laughs> and I, I got to fly yeah. away, you know. Bong Soup, you're like one of the strongest people I know. Like, thank you for sharing your story. And I'm so proud of you. <laughs> thank you. I mean, I really, it's, it's not easy, you guys. But I feel like yeah. with your journey, you guys can do the same. You know, don't hold back. Speak from your heart. Even if it may not come out right, as long as you're speaking from here, that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. That's what I've learned to do with speak. But also be sensitive to people's feelings too. You don't mm-hmm. want to cross boundaries. You want to make sure that you don't hurt someone's feelings, but mm-hmm. you want to listen, okay. you know, mm-hmm. and that's why I become so spiritual. I it's funny because I'm the singer, right? This singer person, but um, I love to go fishing. That's something I it's really okay. love it's to do. It's good to have hobbies. It's good. You yeah. have to have other hobbies. Love yeah. it. I love to go hiking, and I love to dress like I love just like dressing yeah. comfortable, you know. But when you're a performer, you gotta dress up all the time, That's and like, right. oh, my oh yeah, ja, some to kmai kiam, ja, de ga kai jie gong kmai. Thai hai nang agang mien mei doik madek do la rup bang dai. Yeah, what does being a Khmer Thai American mean to you? It means so much to me. It means diversity. It means learning about every single person from around the world, learning about culture, learning about where you come from, where they come from, where my families come from, who your roots are, who are your grandparents. You know, I what I've learned really importantly for the past few years is to respect your elders no matter how critical they become of you because they will because they want the best for you i've learned don't yell don't scream at them just know that they love and care for you in ways that you would never Mm -hmm. understand for me i've learned that when they try to tell you something sometimes we don't want to hear it right and Mm -hmm. it's the reality because it was like that for me too when they're like hey you need to do this i'm like i'm not doing it oh you need to be this way i'm like i'm not or oh you need to i'm not gonna speak because i don't want to it's embarrassing Mm -hmm. 
that was the mind of someone who was close-minded, a person who was growing up in an American culture where you wanted to fit in. You didn't want to be stereotyped, right? You wanted to fit in with the crowd. So doing these little gestures from your culture would be embarrassing. For me, I've learned that is not embarrassing. It's actually well well documented how how America is, right? America is a melting pot. There's not mm-hmm. one specific culture here. Everyone comes from everywhere and blends in here, right? And I found it very enlightening because when I started presenting the culture to my my American friends who are of different ethnicity, they loved it. They loved dancing Khmer, and I felt so happy to see them even embrace the culture. And that's when I knew barriers were going to be broken. Now mm-hmm. it's amazing how much can change once you open up your eyes to the bigger picture. I would say that word because it is bigger than what it is. It's not a small right. little thing, right? So my culture, my being Thai, being Khmer, speaking Khmer, speaking Thai, speaking English, speaking anything that I've grown up listening to, is so important to who I am as a person, right? Who who am I becoming as a person? What am I gonna accomplish? What have my ancestors taught me that I can take and bring it into the future? You know, it's gonna shift. It's gonna change, but there's also a foundation right. of right. And you know what that foundation is? It's respect for your culture. That's it. That's the key word. Respect. Everyone has the freedom to do whatever they want. You don't have to do my customs if you don't want to. But as long as you have the knowledge, that's all. You can move on and you'll be fine. Just know that this is who you are. But don't erase mm-hmm. it. You know. Right. Don't pretend it's not there. You know, it, it is. Yeah, there. It's a part of you. you know what I mean. Well, I'm glad that you have accepted, you know, your culture and your past, mm-hmm. and just like us too, we're starting to be more in touch with our culture, and that's why we started this project so that we could yeah. be in the community, and just to be real that we're Khmer American, right? And we are sad that we didn't practice Khmer customs and speak Khmer growing up, right. but we want to. Learn. We want to try. Right, right. and that's the key word is that matters. we want to try. You know, we want to. That's why when news come out of me in Sokmai, I'm always like, please make sure they state that I'm Khmer American because people think uh, I was uh, born there. People think because I I've been singing Khmer mm-hmm. so fluently, they're like, yeah, yeah he must be mm-hmm. from Cambodia. You know, but I was like, uh-huh. so when I tell people I was born here, they were like, I mean, I'm shocked too. <laughs> that's amazing. You know? We're incredible. <laughs> me too. Don't say that. <laughs> you know, but. Mm-hmm. Anyone can learn, right? Compliment. Anyone can learn That's a compliment. Yeah, and you guys are sounding great. You guys speak so well, you know. Ta bong mien vei vei jing tmei tei knong tngai anakut. What do you have coming up in the future? I have a lot of wonderful things to share. A lot of great things. Um, blessings, but hard work plays into it too. I will be on an, a mainstream American show on the E Network. <gasps> We can't wait to watch it. So, wow. Hello. I've been. We've been filming it, so it's been really cool. And I am working with a collective on some amazing projects itself, some movies, some really great things with Usa and Samity. Music-wise, amazing music coming with Mong Jae Chan and a couple of French artists and Filipino artists. You know, wow. the album will be done by the end of the year, so that's gonna be some really big things coming for that. You can find me at soup underscore pa p h a official. And you can find me on Facebook as Soup S O U P last name P H A on Facebook. But open your heart, guys. I mean, my biggest message to our fellow Khmer Americans is open your heart. Don't be scared and don't be, don't be mean. You know, mm-hmm. be a nice person because many doors mm-hmm. would open for you if you were respectful. Mm-hmm. 
and you didn't judge someone by the cover of their book. Yep. To all the future guests that comes on to these two amazing, beautiful hosts, Hello. just be ready because they're really beautiful and I can't wait till the oh, world gets to hear more of them. The future generation. ຈຳລຽບລຽບາມາບໍ່ອ້ອມຄືນສໍາບັນຄຸນອາດບານໂຈລຸນຈົ່ງຫນ່ວຍອ່າຄໄມອາເມຣິກັນສິດເຕີອ